Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Azrin the Language Nerd here. I'm the owner of the Calgary Language Nerds and welcome to today's podcast episode. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. I know I'm having a great day. The weather is warm outside, the sun is shining, we got a great forecast for the rest of the week. I woke up in a good mood and the biggest thing that's been going for me lately is just how much meditation and journaling I've been doing. Meditation and journaling It's been keeping me on the right track. It's been helping me communicate with my unconscious or perhaps subconscious mind. I don't know what the difference exactly is between unconscious and subconscious. Only today I realized that I think there's a difference. I just don't know what it is. But regardless, I'm able to tap into the things that I do without knowing why I do them and pull insight from them. So today, for example... I was thinking about reasons why I'm not productive throughout the day. I don't think that you need to be productive at every single moment of the day. I know I'm not productive at every single moment of the day. But there are certain points of the day where I'm not productive and I feel, I feel gross about not being productive. So what I was thinking to myself before I journaled, before I meditated on it, was I just thought, oh, I procrastinate too much. That was the surface level thought. But once I did my meditation and once I journaled, they go hand in hand, I realize it's not that I'm procrastinating too much. It's actually a far more a far more specific problem. The more specific problem is that when I sit down to watch TV, I end up watching TV for too long. I watch more TV than what I initially intended to watch. That's the specific problem. It's not a problem of procrastination. Although I thought it was because I would be watching TV and I would think to myself, oh, I really need to get that email done or I have to get this done or I have to do that. And so I would be beating myself up for the last 25 minutes of watching TV thinking I should have not watched the 25 minutes of TV. So it's a much more specific problem that I realized that I realized by doing that meditation and journaling. So I've been in a great mood recently. I'm typically in a great mood, but particularly I would say the past four, what has it been, four months approximately, I've been in the zone due to doing due to extra meditation and journaling. It's been great. I would highly recommend figuring out some form of some form of mental shower per day. We all shower daily or take a bath every day. Well, I think a mental shower is also beneficial. So some people do this through mindfulness meditation. Some people do it with candle meditation. Some people go for a run. Some people turn off all electronics an hour before bed. Some people, everyone has something a little bit different that they do that allows them to keep their mental state in the in the best possible state that it can be in. Some people do it better than others, of course. But I think putting an extra focus on that recently for me, even though I've always, at least for what I can remember, for most if not all my life, I've typically been able to keep my mood in a good place. Even then, lately, the past four months or so, doing extra journaling and, and meditation has been very beneficial for my mental health and probably more specifically mental clarity. 
So with that aside, let's dive into today's language learning topic, which you can see in the podcast title. And it's that we are all zoo animals. I was driving in my car earlier today and this thought occurred to me. The reason it occurred to me was because right now my mom is traveling in France. She's in a remote area, way down in the south of France, so remote where she's, saying, where, she, where she's staying, that they don't even have cell service or internet, which is rare nowadays. So I don't really get to speak with her all that much. But today, they went down to this, her and the people she's with, they went down to a supermarket where they have some internet. And so she gave me a call on WhatsApp. And I saw the French family that she is currently with. The family there that she's with is a French family that we've known, both myself and my mom, for about 15 years. When I was 15 years old, I went on a French exchange trip to France for three months. And there was a French exchange student who came to my house for three months. And so we are still in touch with that family. So my mom is visiting them right now. When I saw that family pop up on my WhatsApp, on my WhatsApp screen on my phone, I realized, oh, wow, I've been out of touch with Francophones for quite some time. It's been a while since I've just had an off-the-cuff conversation with Francophones that live in France or even live in a Francophone region. I speak with Francophones that live in Calgary. I speak with even native Spanish speakers that live in Calgary. But I realized that for Spanish and for French, both of them, I haven't spoken with native speakers that live abroad in the country where the native language is spoken. And it's been a long time. And that's where this thought occurred to me around basically all, let's say, well, let's say the majority of language learners being zoo animals. We learn languages in a fake environment. We learn languages from the comfort of our home using apps, textbooks, other self-study resources, classes, tutors, and all of us are removed from the wild, quote unquote, the wild meaning a country or region where the language that you're learning is actually spoken. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. In fact, I think it's more just a reality. When we learn languages, we don't all have the luxury of being in a country or region where the language is spoken. We don't have the luxury of moving there or spending months and months and months and months and months abroad. But it did occur to me that we are all, in a sense, zoo animals because we are not completely immersed in the, in the language that we're trying to learn, in the target language. So for me personally... The reason it stood out is because, I, listen, I speak French and Spanish very well. They are my two strongest foreign languages. And yet, every time I go to a country, I go back to a country, or even visit a country, it doesn't even have to be go back, but every time I go to a country that speaks the target language, and I haven't been in a country that speaks that language in a long time, it's almost like the language has evolved. It's almost like either things have changed or I have fallen behind a little bit. Maybe I've missed some of the new slang that's come out. Or maybe there have been these 2 or 3% changes that have happened that I didn't know had happened. Or perhaps, perhaps I fell into habits, bad habits of speaking that I didn't even realize because I wasn't speaking with lots of native speakers. 
Because here's the thing, when you're removed, when you're removed from quote unquote the wild, lots of things change out in the wild. And you're just not necessarily aware of those changes. You can mitigate this to an extent by watching a lot of Netflix or TV or reading the news, but it's not the same as being in the country or a country where the language is spoken. I have a quick story for you. I have a, a friend from Peru, and I remember a few years back we were talking about her trip to Peru because she lives here in Calgary. And she goes back to Peru once every few years, something like that. And I remember a few years back, she was just about to go on a trip. In fact, no, I'm sorry. She had just come back from a trip to Peru. And I was asking her about it. And one of the first things she told me, aside from seeing her friends and things like that, one of the first things she told me was, it's funny how much Spanish has changed. She's born in Peru, lived in Peru, grew up in Peru, moved to Canada as an adult who had already finished university. In fact, she'd already been working in Peru for a number of years as a teacher before moving to Calgary. So she spent, whatever, 90% of her life in Peru, something like that. And yet even then, after being out of the country for a few years, when she went back, one of her first comments was, wow, it's funny how much Spanish has changed. She would be hanging out with her friends and they would say things that she just didn't know what they meant. Or she would speak and her friends and family would say, whoa, you don't, you, you have an accent. You don't sound like you're from here anymore. Or, oh, why did you say that? That's kind of weird. Or she would forget little words here and there. This happens when you're out of the wild. In other words, a country that speaks the target language. You start to lose it a little bit. Here's another story. I know a guy from Egypt. He's been in Canada for a long time now. He's been here. I want to say he's probably been here for maybe 10 years, 15 years. I'm not exactly sure, but it's been more than five years, let's say. And I would not be shocked if it's been 15 years. If I remember correctly, he came here in high school and he's already, you know, well graduated university. He works full time, so on and so forth. So he's been here for a long time. And he told me the story where he went back to not only Egypt, where he's from, but he went back like two streets from the house he grew up in. And he was getting a haircut and he's talking to the hairdresser, and this is a place he's been to before. And the guy goes, oh, my friend, so where are you from? And uh, my friend, the hairdresser says this to my friend. And my friend says, I'm from, I'm from Egypt. What are you talking about? And the hairdresser goes, oh, well, what, uh, what part of Egypt are you from? He goes, literally two blocks from this hairdresser, from you, from this hairdressing place. And the man goes, no way, that can't, what are you talking about? No, you're not from here. Like, come on, stop joking. And my friend goes, like, seriously, yeah, I'm from, like, I literally grew up two blocks from here. And the man goes, wow, I, I would have never guessed you have a different accent and this and that. And why? It's just because my friend has been out of the country for so long that things have sort of changed in terms of how to speak. And maybe he's lost some of that very authentic accent. I have so many stories like this, lots of stories. It doesn't just happen to language learners. It happens to native speakers too. When they go back to their home country, people don't, things have changed, let's say. Their accent has changed. They've forgotten a couple of words. There's been a few new words or terms that have come up that the person moving back didn't know had come up so on and so forth. So that's a language learning topic I wanted to I wanted to bring up to bring up today. To wrap things up, I want to I want to share a message of encouragement. 
because we all need encouragement, and I think a lot of language learners lack encouragement. Uh, a tangent, a tangential story, a side story. I'm learning to swim right now because I never learned when I was younger. So I take swim lessons once a week. And uh, I remember in the very first swim lesson, they're private lessons, in the very first swim lesson, one of the biggest things I was craving from the instructor is feedback and encouragement, feedback and encouragement. Like I didn't know if I was doing things right or wrong. When I do a back float, I know it's not right. It doesn't feel right. My feet are sinking and it doesn't feel right. But I want to know, like, was that, what was good about that? What was bad about that? Was that good? Like, am I getting better? And I would ask her, like, how did I look? Did my arms move the right way? Why is water going in my, in my nose? How do I stop it? Oh, I got to do that. Oh, did I do that right that time? Oh, was that wrong? Huh? I, that didn't feel right. Can you, can you coach me on that? Like, I wanted lots of feedback and encouragement. The feedback could be constructive criticism, of course, and that's important. I was looking for that because sometimes I feel like I look, I just don't know if I look dumb or not. I just don't know if I'm doing it right. I would love to know both good or bad, but I also think the encouragement is was very important. My swim instructor probably didn't give me enough, I would say. I would have wanted some more feedback and encouragement, both. Let's say constructive no, it's feedback, positive and negative feedback, both, and the encouragement. They're separate in my mind. So anyway, I want to wrap up with some, with some practical positivity, some practical encouragement for everybody listening, because we don't, I don't think a lot of people get enough of it. So I've been doing this a long time, learning languages as well as teaching languages. I've been around a lot of language learners. I would say I'm probably one of the people on the one of the people on the planet i don't know if this is audacious to say but i'm probably one of the people that is the most immersed in in foreign language acquisition and and one of the people that is the closest to the actual language learner what i mean by that is i interact with lots of language learners and i read people i read people's comments i teach a lot of people personally i work with tutors who tutor their own students. I interact with people on DM. I, I see the questions people ask me. I see the things people struggle with. And I try to be as, I speak multiple languages myself. I try to be as close to the actual problems that language learners are facing as I possibly can. And I try to be as practical as I can with the different solutions that I give people. So I'm, I try very hard and I've seen enough now to say with a high degree of confidence that the average Joe or the average Jane has the ability to reach an intermediate level in another language. I think the average individual is able to reach an intermediate. In other words, you're conversational. You understand the bulk of what people say to you. You can read and write to an acceptable level. You have an intermediate level. I think the average person is able to reach that. Uh, and I'm confident in that statement. If you already have an intermediate level, then I have some great news for you. Then I believe, and I feel very confident in saying that if you already have reached an intermediate level, you have the ability of reaching an upper intermediate or perhaps a lower advanced level as well. It just means that a very rough rule of thumb, this isn't exactly right, 
but a rough rule of thumb you can follow is whatever time it took you to reach your mid-intermediate level, maybe low to mid-intermediate level, on the higher end, it's going to take about, well, it's going to take about that amount of time, roughly speaking. This is a very rough estimate, but if you're roughly thinking in your brain, you can say, roughly speaking, I want to emphasize roughly speaking, that whatever time it took you to reach that lower intermediate or maybe mid-intermediate level, it'll take that amount of time to reach an upper intermediate or, or perhaps a low advanced level. So let me recap that again. I think this is encouraging. Basically anyone, the average person, can reach an intermediate level in another language. That's great news because I think not everyone realizes that they can, they can do it. They can do it. Once you've reached that intermediate level, you look at how long it took you and how long it actually took you. Because if you took breaks and such, I wouldn't count that time in there. How much time you actually dedicated, figure that out, even roughly in your own mind. Well, that amount of time is about how much time, maybe a little faster, could be faster, but that's about how much time it'll it would take if you chose to reach an upper intermediate or perhaps a low advanced level. I think that's very encouraging news. I think so anyway. Not everyone realizes that they can actually make it to being in intermediate, let alone being quite advanced. I don't think people realize that they can do it. And I've realized now, I've worked with enough people to be like, yeah, actually people, the average person actually can do it. And that's, I think that's really cool. Anyway, let's wrap this up here. I appreciate your attention as always. Have a wonderful rest of your uh, day, week, morning, whatever it is for you. And uh, we'll chat soon. Bye-bye.